0: Welcome to Me, Myself and MRKH, The Podcast. Hi, uh, so welcome. Uh, Just a little bit about me before I get on to the main section of this podcast, which is What the Hell is MRKH? Um, so my name is Layla, I am 19 years old. I found out I had type 2 MRKH when I was 17 years old, um, so I haven't known for very long, um, but I feel like I'm slowly experiencing and I've definitely felt the feelings and definitely been through a lot in the past two years and I'd love to share my stories and my experiences, um, But also, would absolutely love hearing your stories and experiences as well. Uh, Whether you've known for two days, or two months, or 20 years. uh, We all experience this differently, but some things and some feelings and some thoughts are pretty similar or the same. And I just want to open up this channel of acceptance and just creating a voice for us women with MRKH or any infertility issues um it doesn't get talked about it is such a stigma that needs to be broken and we're gonna do it here I'm gonna do it now uh we're going to talk about all things MRKH infertility sex dilation everything and uh yeah I hope you enjoy so let's get on to everybody's burning question. What the hell is MRKH? So MRKH stands for meyer rakowski hauser syndrome. Uh, these are the names of the people uh, who, or doctors, should I say, uh, who discovered what MRKH is. Um, and as most medical practices, they use their name um but i shall be referring to it as mrkh because i absolutely butcher the pronunciation every time i say it um so mrkh or mrkh syndrome so the syndrome is commonly found out by women in the middle to end of puberty so around the age of 16 to 17 give or take Um, usually because they have developed in every other way Normally, obviously normally in quotations because everybody's different, um, but your average puberty goings as a woman, you usually have breasts uh, and pubic hair. Um, However, there is an absence of bleeding uh, in your menstrual cycle, um, which obviously most women have. Um, So this tends to be uh, ringing bells by the time you get to the age of 16, 17 um, as you are growing up a bit and most people, although you can be a late bloomer and I I think that's what um, stopped me from going to the doctor so soon and I was about 17 when I did go, um, it was really nothing to do with my periods in the end because I just thought oh I'm just a late bloomer Um, and sadly this wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, that was my um experience with that um so m r k h itself is a condition uh where there where you have an undeveloped uh womb or uterus or you just don't have a womb or uterus um but the undeveloped version of your womb uh sadly is inhabitable, and uh you won't be able to use it um but at least you have something there. Um, I know a couple of people who do find a little bit of comfort in the fact that they do actually have something there. Um, Personally, I have absolutely nothing. Um, However, these women, all of us pretty much, uh, all have ovaries and fallopian tubes, um, and most of the time our ovaries do work, so if you are considering IVF surrogacy, definitely look into it and definitely like get tested and I'm not entirely sure what the process is, I will uh, have a research for you um, about looking into whether your ovaries actually work but most of the time um, the ovaries do work and uh, you are able to collect eggs and freeze them etc but I will get more into that at a later date. so to confuse us even more, where we don't have a vaginal canal, um, however, your vulva will generally have no signs of the condition and will look generally average and normal, as uh, or as normal as a vulva can look. Um, but that's a whole another thing. Um, so basically, you you won't know just looking on the exterior of your uh, genitalia. So. Um, just just to be mindful that you, uh, you won't look particularly different on that side, it's all inside um, that has been affected. Um, so to confuse us even more than that, there are two types of MRKH. Uh, so I'm just going to quickly have a little overview of type 1 and type 2. Um, it is pretty simple once you get your head around it, but obviously... This is a lot of information to be taking in, so please listen through a couple of times or um, on my Instagram I have got it written down on a little post, um, so check that out, I shall let you know what my Instagram is at the end of the episode. Um, So type 1 is the lack of uh, undeveloped womb and uterus as well as having a small vaginal With no further medical issues connected to MRKH. Uh, so, obviously, type 1s you can have other medical issues, but necessarily um, connected to MRKH. However, type 2 is the same as type 1 in terms of your womb, uterus, and ovaries. Um, however, there are underlying health issues typically affecting the heart, hearing, bones, particularly the spine and kidneys. Um, so you can ask your doctor if it is connected to MRKH. Obviously it's completely individual. Um yeah. So I personally have type two, as I said, uh due to only having one kidney. In as many cases, um, including my own, um, these health conditions are only discovered after finding out about MRKH. Um, so just a little disclaimer. As well um, that you may be first diagnosed with type 1 um, and just saying you only you don't have a uterus and um, things like that um, however later on down the line you may be told oh well there's this issue or you don't have this or there's something wrong with this um, so just don't be too surprised if you do get told later on the line obviously you obviously you can be surprised but just a small disclaimer that most MRKH women are definitely prone to other issues due to it being a undeveloped, um, uh, undeveloping of us while we were in our mother's wombs. Um, so in my personal experience, I found about four months later, so I was told uh, in the August and then a couple of months later, uh, I was told that I had one kidney And I'd been living 17 years with one kidney and never knew. Um, So that's another thing as well, is that a lot of these conditions don't necessarily affect your life. Obviously, I am a bit more conscious of how much water I'm drinking, and obviously not to drink too much alcohol and taking a bit more care of my body. Um, But that was just a personal thing. Um, Sometimes there's there's need for medical intervention, but a lot of the times there's not, because your body has lived with that uh, issue for how many years you 've been alive, so um, i wouldn't be too worried about it unless uh, your doctor has told you there is cause for concern um, and Of course, we have our own experiences over all um, these explanations of type one and type two and what it all is are super generalized um, but this is just basic information that everyone just needs to know. Um, you can find out when you're little when you're first born sometimes people are told or well their parents are told and then you get told later on um some people don't find out until they're 20 odd it just depends um and it also depends on you and whether like you went to the doctors about something or you were a bit more suspicious than other people um it's completely different and sometimes it takes longer to diagnose somebody sometimes it takes no time at all to diagnose it um but it's also not a very known condition um So when I was told by my doctor, I was told the basic information of no uterus um, and was then just sort of left at that. I had no name or anything like that until about two or three appointments later when they finally realised what it was. But um, by that point, I'd already Googled it and figured out the name. And I was like, I already know. Like, don't worry, guys. Um, So, yeah, Um, that was my... Sorry, I will have an episode with just my story, but I do some, I would like to uh, incorporate some of my own experiences into what I'm speaking about just to make it a bit more personal, make it a bit more generalised, and make it sound a bit more like it's a conversation because I'd rather be having a conversation than lecturing you about stuff. Um, so, just really quickly, I'm going to go over dilation, uh, not my favourite part of this whole thing. Um, so, due to most of us having a small vaginal canal as I mentioned earlier, uh, quite frankly, sex can be very uncomfortable. Um, so many women choose not to dilate because they want to do it naturally um, with, during intercourse or they just personally don't want to, maybe it's against your religion, uh, for whatever reason. Some people just don't dilate, that's fine, it's a personal choice and completely up to you. I personally did. Um, for my own reasons, uh, which I will talk about uh, another time. Um, so, the whole point of dilation is to create your vagina, make it longer, and make it comfortable for sex, basically. And I'm sure there's some other medical reasons to be doing it, but that was my one of my reasons. Um, so, it is We do this, we create the vagina by using a vaginal dilator, or sometimes surgically. Um, So more common and more recommended by professionals um, is to do it through using dilators, which can basically be described as a medical (laughs) dildo. Um, So you can get these online, or uh, in many cases, particularly in the UK, uh, you can go to an appointment with our MRKH specialist, who you hopefully, um, if not already uh, at some point soon uh, be referred to. Um, I know we in the UK have got a referral system so I was sent from my GP to a local general hospital uh, in Gylocology and then I was sent to Queen Charlotte's in London which is a specialist for MRKH. Um, So obviously it's different in different countries and I will definitely uh, ask for experiences and uh, get some more information for the whole episode of dilation. Um, So if you are wherever else in the world, I really want to help um, and just give you some general information about it. Um, So basically you can set up an appointment um, with the specialist and they will basically teach you how to use the dilators and in most um, circumstances they'll give you the dilators. Uh, Obviously because we have the wonderful NHS, Uh, we don't have to pay any extra for ours, Um, but some people just didn't get along with the ones that the doctor has given them, so they went off and bought their own um, for whatever reason. Um, So yeah, it's completely personal to you, it depends on what country you live in, Um, so we'll just, we'll (laughs) we'll add some more knowledge to this on the full episode of Dilation um I'm d- i've already looked into some of the bits and bobs and hopefully i can give you more information so look out for that soon um so sadly i don't actually know much about the surgical process and that's another thing that i will be doing more research on um so either way whether you do it just through dilators or surgically either way you are not going to be able to avoid the dilator itself Um, So just be prepared for that fact. Don't be surprised. Um, Yes, it can be very awkward when you're a young teenage girl um, having to try and hide them in some way and trying to explain them when somebody finds them. They are for a medical cause and uh, that's all. (laughs) But there we go. Um, So hopefully this has helped. Um and hopefully this has reached out to somebody um, who doesn't know what MRKH is, or somebody who does know and just wanted to listen. Um, I'm hopefully gonna be making an episode every once, every one or two weeks depending. Um, At the moment I'm on summer holidays, um, so it's a a lot easier to make them, but uh, as I go back into work, Um, it'll be a bit more difficult, but I'm willing to do it. I really want to get on with and do this. Um, I've worked really, really hard um, creating names and things like that. I've started an Instagram page um, to officially go public, as it were. Um, And I've also written a post on Facebook for my family, uh, which I will speak more about in an episode about Disclosure. Um, so if you'd like to get involved with the podcast, uh, please let me know on Instagram. Um, my handle is me, myself and MRKH, no capitals or one word. Um, and I hope this helps somebody. I hope, um, all together we can, uh, fight the stigma, talk about vaginas and sex and infertility and, um, just have fun doing it as well. And yeah. Um, thank you so so much for listening um, and I will speak to you soon